0: You do it in order, the order you're supposed to. Dating, marriage, children. What happens then? Once you're married, the next steps are either divorce or death. Maybe I'm looking at this wrong. What I'm trying to say is that just because you do things in order, it doesn't mean they'll work out. I wanted three children, but after Sam, there wasn't the time. And before I knew it, he was starting school and starting high school and I'd ran out of time. Sam is a good kid. He's never been arrested or given me a reason to worry about him. He's very quiet. He doesn't come to visit as much as I'd like him to. He doesn't have any aspirations and he's 24 now. He should have some idea of what he wants to do. Oh, I leave him to it now. Trying to tell him to get off his arse and do something with his life is too exhausting. Hiya, love. Hiya. Has Sam been? No. How was work?
1: Just the usual. Fancy a cottage pie for tea?
0: Lovely. He's late from work again. You never want to think it's an affair, but I've seen it happen to enough friends to know that it probably is. I don't particularly mind if he's sleeping with someone else. I'd rather he didn't, but when you've been together as long as we have, it's not entirely surprising. I just hope he hasn't fallen in love with her. That would hurt.
1: We got married young. Too young. We were too young to know what we were getting into, but we were childhood sweethearts and that's just what you did. After she had Sam, I think she got a bit overwhelmed. She wasn't ready for a baby. Neither was I. She wanted more children, but I didn't think that would be a good idea. It was best to give Sam the best life we could instead of risking her mental health by having another child. She seemed disconnected to him. She wasn't a very nurturing mother. I always wondered why that was. When Sam was three, I put him to bed and came downstairs to find her passed out on the sofa. She'd gone through nearly two bottles of wine. I didn't know she had a problem before that night. She always liked to drink, but she never drank any more than I did. I tried to talk to her about it the next day, but she didn't want to hear it. Apparently she'd just had a bad day. Those bad days became more and more common, and Sam started to notice. I put all my efforts into my into my work after Sam moved out.
0: I've been thinking of writing a book about all the things they never tell you about being a parent. The negative effects it can have on a mother and a marriage. I think that's a book I'd like to have read when I was thinking of starting a family. I go to AA meetings, not as many meetings as I should. I'd love to say I'm sober, and I sometimes am. Most of the time, I am. I was sober for three years after Charlie kept finding me on the sofa after a binge. But when he started working longer hours and Sam moved out, I was alone most evenings, so I drank to fill the time until Charlie came home. I'm not a bad person.
1: Stephanie started three years ago in the spring. She was assigned to my department because she had previous marketing experience, and I was told to take her under my wing. I did take her under my wing, and I took her out for dinner, and bought her a drink, and I took her to a hotel room. I've tried to end it. I have tried to do the right thing, but when I think about what I have to go home to, and what state I might find Tessa in, and Stephanie is there in a tight dress with her hair down, it's hard to say no. She makes me feel young again. I worry Tessa knows. I worry about how I'd tell Sam if it ever came out.
2: My father is having an affair and he thinks I don't know. I'm angry about it, but I also don't blame him. My mother can be impossible. He gave me a lift from the station one day and I could smell perfume. There were two coffee cups in the cup holders and an empty packet of crisps on the back seat floor. There were salt and vinegar crisps. My father is allergic to vinegar. That was my first clue. I wanted to gather more evidence before I confronted him. I was on a night out with Sonny one weekend when we passed the Premier Inn, and I saw my father walking in there with another woman. He had his arm around her waist, and they kissed when they were checking in. Since then, I've been trying to build up the courage to bring it up. He picked me up from the station again today. Dad? What's up, mate? I've got something to ask you, and I want you to be honest with me about it. Of
1: course. What's wrong?
2: I know you're having an affair. I'm so, not finished. I understand why you might be doing it, but I don't think it's right. I think you should be spending more time focusing on helping mum instead of going to a Premier Inn with someone that looks young enough to be your daughter. How long has it been going on, Paul?
1: Three years. On and off.
2: Jesus, Dad. I know how it sounds. Is being at home really that bad.
1: I've tried to stop it, Sam.
2: I don't care. You have to tell her. I know. (laughs) She probably already knows.
1: Her memory isn't what it was. She can barely remember what she did last week. Help
2: her, then. If you keep leaving her alone, she's only going to get worse.
1: There's nothing stopping you visiting her more.
2: I have a job.
1: I understand that.
2: This isn't about me. Tell her.
1: Sam was right, of course he was. He was staying for the weekend, so I thought now was a good time to come clean, because if she did throw me out, at least she'd have Sam home to help her. She knew. I know. I should have said something sooner. Yeah.
0: Do you think we can fix this? Whatever it is that's gone wrong. I don't want to
1: hurt you or Sam. Would it
0: help if I got sober? I'll try.
1: I'll help you if you need me to.
0: Is she pretty? Yes. I just need you to be here.
1: I'll be here. And
0: we need to communicate.
1: We've never been good at that.
0: Well, there's no time like the present. No. Fancy a brew?
1: I'll make it.
0: Maybe marriage isn't meant to last. Maybe it just gets harder the longer you're with someone. But if there's one thing I've got going for me, it's that I'm a fighter. And Sam and Charlie are worth fighting for.
1: Stephanie took it better than I thought. Turns out she was sleeping with most of the department. I should have guessed. Maybe things won't work out. Maybe the damage has been done, but, but I think it's worth a damn good try.
0: Totally Hopeless, Episode 8, Tessa and Charlie The voice of Tessa was Mick Rowe The voice of Charlie was Stuart James Barham The voice of Sam was Tristan Beeney The music was composed by Matty Irvine It was written, directed and edited by Ella Muscroft and is a Loud Voices Silent Streets production